Okay, we are learning Daf Lam and Vav. We're starting from uh, the two dots, about ten lines down, where it says that Edom calls Magad when we take an Olam. We're on a tangent of a tangent. Originally, we were talking in the parak about Bittel, Takanas Rabbi Gamliel, that he made Olam in front of the Shliach or the Isha. Then we learned about other Takanas Rabbi Gamliel, and now we're past that even. We're past discussing necessarily Rabbi Gamliel. We're just up to Takanas that were made when we take an Olam to help society. So one of the things that is said in the Mishnah is, why do you have witnesses sign? On a, uh, on a get. Why do you have to have witnesses in the get itself? So the Mishnah said, only for the benefit of society. So the Gemara says, what does that mean? Of course you have to have witnesses in the get. And they take an Eilam, it's only to benefit society. It's a din daraisa, Eidim should sign in the get. So what's the Pasuk that we're quoting here? Pasuk from Yirmiyah, which is at the time of the Horban here. And Yirmiyah had a Nevuah that everyone you know, should understand that they're going to go into Gaulus. And that they're going to be captured by Babel, but that Akhalish Baruch is going to bring them back to Eretz Yisrael. So the Amuna that they had is that they should go ahead and make documents in order to really show their, their Amuna. They were, to, they were to buy fields and record them, the, the, the transactions that they had bought in a, in a star. And that would be proof of ownership when they come back to Eretz Yisrael. And obviously, you don't do that unless you think you're coming back. So Yirmiya said, the Kenyan's going to be with, with money. Uh, he said, though, you should record in a document and sign and have it ha- ha- sign it by with witnesses. So very clearly, we see over here at the din of star. This is the, the main makar of star requires edim. So when you talk about a get, which the Torah calls is sefer krisos, sefer krisos means it's a din of a star. That's a very important you say that it has to have a Torah of a star. So therefore, to require witnesses, even midaraisa. It's interesting that we call it daraisa when we have to come onto the pasuk. In Navi, sometimes the Gemara will do such a thing like that. But it seems that the Gemara is saying fundamentally from the Pasuk, from the Pasuk, that the Pasuk says, you see very clearly that it's a Daraisa. So the first approach is, Maybe we're going like Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar disagrees with this idea. He holds that again, Midaraisa doesn't have to have Edim at all. The din of Edim, for the Ein Davash of time, to affect the Edas that should affect the Gerishin are Edim that are present. Who, who see the husband giving over the get to the wife. But he doesn't say that the shtar is only shtar if there are Edom. He must understand the Pasuk differently. He's saying there that really it's valid without it. He was just like giving good legal advice, Yirmiya, that it's smart if you're having this as a shtar raya for a long time and you don't know if you're going to be able to call witnesses who, who, who remember the transaction, then it's smart to make a, to make a document, to record, to record it in a shtar. But this doesn't mean that the very mechanism of star, according to Rabbi Lezer, is only through witnesses. It's not like that. He disagrees. So Midar Isa, like Rabbi Lezer, when you make a gad, as long as you have Eidim Yisir, without Eidim Chasim at all, everything would be fine. But come along the Rabbana, taking Rabbana, Eidim Chasim, the Rabbana Institute, they get, should have witnesses signed. They take an Olam, it benefits society. It's even the Ma'ayi society. There are times where the witnesses who saw it, who saw it will die, right? The, the, the Maisi, we're talking about the, the witnesses of the Eidu witnesses, the Eidu Messiah, they might die when they missed the divorce. They'll go overseas. And now what happens is you might have a husband who's claiming that his ex-wife is still married to him and she has no proof. So she'll take out a get. And if the get has no, has no signature, it's based on will say, that doesn't prove anything. Oh, you have a piece of paper that says you're divorced. Very nice. You, you could have written that yourself. That doesn't mean anything. So if there would be witnesses on it and we can prove that the, the signatures aren't a forgery, then it will help the woman defend herself. It will help her defend against a claim from her ex-husband that she is still married to him. So she'll be defended by this get that has signatures on it. So therefore, to benefit society, they said even though the garrison can be affected without it, but still it is smarter, it is wiser 
to always protect the wife and make sure there are witnesses, and therefore they made a din now that it has to be there. Now, there's a very fundamental machlekes in the Mishraim, how to understand Pshan and the Gemara. Rebbe Lezer says, Eidim Mesir Akarti. Is the meaning of that af Eidim Mesir Akarti? Or only Eidim Mesir Akarti? What do I mean? There's one issue of what would protect the wife in case the husband afterwards claims that he never divorced her. And clearly, if she has a get which has signatures on it, and we can prove that the signatures are forged or not forged, then that will, that will protect her. But does that mean that now that I have to, anyways, according to Rebbe Lezer, have Edom in the get, so I don't need Edom Messira at all? Can I just say now that the same way Rameir holds that Edom Chasima Karti, so that could work in Rebbe Lezer also? I, Rebbe Lezer, says Edom Messira Karti. He means Af Edom Messira Karti. A divorce can be, can be affected by one of two ways either by Edom who, who are observing or by Edom who sign on the star, and then when the star is given over, that will be the Edom. It's one of two methods. They take it to Olam in order to protect the, the wife. If the husband would contest the, that, that she's still married, they said only go with the Mahalach of, of the Edom Chazim Akarti. Or is the Pshat that for the Krisos to affect the Gerashin, Rebbe Lezer holds only Edom is here as Karti. Edom Chazim will not make her divorced. If there weren't two witnesses who were present at the time the get was given over, she won't become divorced. The Gemara is just saying even though you need that and there's no way around that, but you should also you should also have witnesses who sign in it so that now she'll have a document which will protect her as proof that if someone says, oh, I never divorced you, she'll be able to say, here, here's a document with witnesses who signed in it. It's a raya. It's a proof that you, have, that you had a dosk Says the Gemara of Yosef Amar, We could also say that the Mishnah is following Rameir, who holds that it's a daraisa, and there's no other way around it. So what does the mission mean that it's taken to Olam, that the witnesses are signing? The idea is that the witnesses had to sign their names. In other words, they didn't just write a signature and then figure out what the handwriting looks like. They wrote their name in that signature. I mean, that's intuitive to us because we know we do that. That's what, I, you know, every ksuba, whatever, every get looks like today. Because it doesn't just have someone's handwriting saying that I'm a witness. It says specifically their names. It was much easier than to um, authenticate the signature. But it wasn't always like that, because the time it says the price of Rishon originally, the witness would just sign in and say, I so-and-so have signed as a witness. So what would happen if someone would contest the validity of the getting? If the handwriting appeared somewhere else, it would be valid, if not, not. It would be very hard, because you just see some random scribble that says, and you have to figure out, looking at it, oh, what does this compare like? So now they came along with the takana. No, it should say that when the Edom are writing, are, are, are writing, they shouldn't just write their I'm a witness. They should also write what their name is. They take an old benefit society because now you read the name and you then it's much easier to say, oh, does anyone know what so-and-so's signature looks like? And then it's much easier to uh, verify their good simanim. So what are we coming out then? That witnesses have to sign their names? What about just a mark, a simon? That's not good. For outsider kavra. Rav would sign in a document, he would just draw a fish. In other words, he wouldn't write his name, he would just put a fish. He would put a palm branch, Rav Chista, Samach, Rav Huna, Ayin, Rav Huna, Tzayar, he would draw a snail, a sail of a, uh, like a boat, like a sail. So anyways, we see that you do use Simonim. So what's the pshat here? This is the you have to use names. It says, Rabbanu were different, they were celebrities. Celebrity had a simon, so everybody knows it was that person. It would be easy to authenticate. Whereas a regular person that it's not so easy to know who he is when he signs, unless he writes his name, it's not good. So how did that originally become well known? Right? Obviously they had been doing it. So how did how would they somehow it has to start? Says the Gemara Badiski, they did it just in general letters. Like general letters, people would write them shalos and they'd write chuvas or whatever it was. 
So then they, they would sign it with those marks and then it became well circulated and people were well aware of the marks. And then after that, now when they would go sign on Shtaros, that would be fine. They would just put the mark and be easier, easy to authenticate. So bottom line is the Mishnah said, we have witnesses who sign. That's a very troublesome Mishnah because the Pasuk in Yirmiya says that you need witnesses to sign. So what's the... What's the Mishnah saying? It's Tikkun Olam. We have two approaches. One approach is that we're going with Rabbi Lezer, so you didn't really need the witnesses. But Tikkun Olam, to make sure the woman always has to prove she's divorced, they were misaking that there should be Edim on the, in, signing on the get. Second shot is we could go on like Ramir as well. The Takana is not that there are witnesses, but rather that they sign their names themselves. Hillel took in Prisbol. So now we get into the Sugi of Prisbol. Hillel was Misak and Prisbal. Tanan Asim, we get into the whole thing here. We have the Mishnah at the end of Shviyas. Prisbal inu Mishamit. So if somebody writes a Prisbal, then he's not, there's no Mishamit. Mishamit means that there's no uh, cancellation of the debt at the end of the Shemitah. And if you wrote a Prisbal, you could collect it after Shemitah. Zachman, Trump, Shaskin, Hillel, This is one of the things that Hillel, Zachman instituted. Shiraz, Am, Shinimim, Havazah, We saw that the people were reluctant to lend money to one another as Shemitah got close. The reason being is because if Shemitah cancels your debt and you're lending close to Shemitah, so then you're nervous that you're just going to forfeit your money. So therefore, if someone asked them for a loan, they wouldn't give it. Therefore, they transgressed this Pasuk in the Torah. There's a lot in the Torah. Mamish against this thought, there shouldn't be an evil thought in your heart, in your heart. And then the Pasuk goes on to say, Karba Shnasa Sheva, Shnasa Shemitah, that the Shemitah is coming close. So rather the Pasuk says, no, you should, you have to be good, you still have to give the money. So he saw that the Ilum was being over on this Din Da'araisa. So since the Ilum was being over on this Din Da'araisa, he had to fix it. What did he do? Ahmad Veskin Prisbal, Hillel was misaking the concept of Prisbal, was official Prisbal. What is the essence of a prisbal? What does the document say? I give in front of you so and so judges and so and so judge in front of, in this place. What are you giving them? Every debt that is owed to me by the, by so and so, I should be allowed to collect it whenever I want. Then the judges sign below or witnesses. Let's just get into this a little bit, just for one second. How in the world does this work? You write to the court that you're going to collect it afterwards, and then. Then it's fine, then Shemitah doesn't cancel it. What's up, Josh? Shemitah cancels it. There's a lav in the Torah, lo yigos. And just to understand it a little bit better, there's both a lav, it's fascinating. There's an iser, there's an iser of lo yigos, and there's also a monetary aspect of lo yigos. There's one din that you shouldn't collect it, you shouldn't be toveya the loan, you shouldn't go over to the person who owes you money and say, hey, you owe me the money. And moreover, if, 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 if it's really canceled in the sense that he doesn't owe you the money monetarily. Fascinating. It's like a dual, a dual Allah of lo ego. So what, what is this thing? Oh, I'm giving it to the court. I'm telling the court that I'm still going to collect it. Okay. How does that work? What, 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 what does that mean? So let's see. There's a Rashi here. Mosrani um, Lachem. Rashi writes, Eshtoros, I'm giving to you my documents. Sha'atem to you, Nogsim. You, the court, will be the one who will approach the people and demand the money. I'm going to fulfill what the Torah said. I'm not going to demand the money. So fascinating idea. See what Rashi is saying. Now there's Rashi also in other places that, 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 that embellishes on this idea a little bit more. But the concept is that, that if someone literally gave over their stars to Basin, literally, and now on behalf of him, Basin would be the people who would collect, the, collect it, that would be fine. In other words, it's only when it's personal. It's, you know, Ruven Teshimo that there's a din of Lo Yigos. So if here, 
if, if hypothetically that would happen, that would work. So it sounds like from Rashi, Rashi Shita, more, more or less, is that principle is most of Shoros of Lebesin. That's the concept. That you're giving over, by giving the documents, you're giving over the debt, the right of collection to the court, not through you personally. If it's not through you personally, then it's okay. As Rashi here says, that that's the Nakuda. Atem tiyunuksim, va'ani lo egos. But lo'maisa, practically, that's not what happens. Right? Practically, what happens is that, is that the person... The person goes and demands the money himself. So what's the pshat? So we showed him explain just a little bit more. Is that then he acts as an agent to the court? So it's like a, it's it's like a, a two step agency. I give it over to the court that they're they're the ones who are now really in fact the creditors on my behalf. But then I represent the court in their endeavor when I go ahead and do it. So it's a fascinating thing. Practically, you don't do anything different than you would do if you didn't do the whole principle thing. But with the principle, you're being moist or of the basin. That seems to be Rashi Shita as if lo yigos is only a personal thing. Okay. But well, Rashi's going to get what the actual text says, because the text says he's over a pair. He's, he's over the midst of the Torah. No, Rashi's that, kind, of, kind of saying that he's not over. No, no, no. The Gemara says before the Takana Prozbol, they were being over. Hill was Misakin Prozbol, and now it fixed it. That's the point. Says the Gemara Kasha, How could it be that there's something? That from a Daraisa, from a Daraisa standpoint, the Shemitah year would cancel it. The Hiskin Hill, the Lomashamta, and Hill decrees that it shouldn't be canceled. So just to understand, just to fashtay the Gash a little bit, we just gave a good shot how it works. It's my sister Rosh Levasin. So Taisus is Taka very has a hard problem, has a problem with Rashi. If it's really a Moshe Rosh Levasin, then why is it a Takana Taravana and let it really work? He just been talking, everyone should do it. But Taisus says, right, you're not literally going to go your stars to Basin. And therefore, prosbol is not actually like that. It's not on that level. Midrabbanon, we consider it like a Moser Shorais of Lebesi. Lemaisa, you're not. So that means from a biblical standpoint, when the Shemitah comes, it cancels. No, so if Shemitah comes and it cancels, what's Hillel saying? No, we disagree with the Torah. How can you disagree with the Torah? How does that work? Could the Chachamim be Oiker or a law in the Torah? So the Gemara says, Amar Abaye, the Pshat's like this. He only was misakin it for Shemitah that is current in our times. And Shemitah, which is current in our times, is only Drabbanon. Why is Shemitah only Drabbanon? Right? We have Eretz Yisrael. So if you have Eretz Yisrael, why is it only Drabbanon? The answer is for Rebbe. We're going like the Tana of Rebbe. Rebbe holds that the din of Shemitah to cancel loans is linked to the din of Shemitah that you have to observe the, you know, the, the ending of work in the fields. The Tanya says in Rebbe, Rebbe Omer, this is the matter of Shemitah, Shemot. So it's a little bit of a double language. Hashmita and Shemot. So we say we connect with Shemitah Kosmodabra. The Torah is making a hackish between the two relinquishments, the two giving ups that we have in Shemitah. What are the two giving ups? What are the two din Shemitahs? Ach Hashemitah Skarka, Ach Hashemitah One is that you relinquish the land, you don't work the land. The other is that you relinquish the money that's owed to you. And the Torah is making a hackish between them. So what's the connection? We're comparing with saying when you relinquish land, then you have to relinquish the money. If it's at a time, like nowadays, but there's no din you have to relinquish the land midar isa then you also are, don't have a din to relinquish the money now the shaila is why don't you have a din to relinquish the land right we're just saying in the hekish that if you when there's a time you don't have to relinquish the land then this min of shemitah is also not the only drabona but how's that gufa what is the pshat so if you take a look at rashi Rashi says a very good thing. This has nothing to do with the Horban, right? Because Hillel lived in the time of the Basin Mikdash was still standing, right? Hillel lived 100 years before the Horban. So it, has to, it can't be that it had anything to do with the, with the Basin Mikdash being destroyed and, and the Horban and Kedusha Lashad's Mikdash was love. Rashi learns different. Rashi learns, if you take a look, Rashi learns that it's, it's totally in, in, in having Raiv of Eretz Yisrael in, 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 in the land of Eretz Yisrael. And after, the, after Sancheirev, 
was, was exiled, the, the, the ten tribes. You don't have Rav of Eretz Yisrael there. So throughout the whole second base of Mikdash, Rashi holds, then Shemitah's Karka was not Daraisa. Shemitah's Karka wasn't Daraisa. So now Hill is picking up, Hill is saying, so then Shemitah's Safim is all the job on it. Not all Tanam agree with Hill on this point that we make this Hakish. But according to Hillel, the 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 shmita kafim is only drabanan. Ah, shmita kafim is only drabanan. The meila by continues top of the mid base. It's like in the rabbanan dijam is echlash shvias. The ma'aseh the rabbanan came along and they said, no, we still have to remember the daraisa. What would be, and therefore you should still observe the law that it's canceled. However, people saw that the people weren't lending money to one another. Amar v'iskim prosbol. Therefore, he fixed it with the uh, with the prosbol. Now, there's a big kasha on here. It says, it's an old question, but it's a, it's a festa kasha. It says that, it says that when Hillel was misakin, he says, <laughs> What does the Gemara come out? That Hillel was only in his generation, wouldn't have been over to uproot the Daraisa. The Pshad is that in the Shemitah was only Darabonah. So Shemitah was only Darabonah. So, so, so would you say that someone could be over when it's, I, I, think about the question. It's like a fascinating, like a, it's, it's a little bit of a brain teaser. When there's no din daraisa for, for, the, for the cancellation of debt, there's only a din darabonon of cancellation of debt. And I see now that that darabonon is coming, and I therefore don't lend money now because I'm nervous of the darabonon cancellation. Was I over on a daraisa level on that lav of Yishamalcha? The Torah says when you're nervous from the Shemitah coming and canceling, you don't lend money, you're over on the Shemitah. So there's no Shemitah daraisa. So what's the pshat? Or no, the pshat is that once Rabbi that is going to cancel, and I'm nervous of that. That's the spirit of the law. If I'm nervous of it, I'm not nervous with clapping the Torah. There is no shmita. That doesn't make a difference. The point is when I have reluctance to lend to lend money because I'm scared of getting it back. I'm over it. That's just one circumstance. If it wouldn't be shmita, you know, let's say I just take a look at that guy and I say I'm scared to get my money back. You're also over on I the Torah says That means that's the normal thing that the Torah is referring to, but it doesn't mean that's the din so If you're nervous for different reasons, also good. So let that other reason be the drabon and shmita, or no, maybe not. Maybe talk at some lav. You're only over when you were nervous about the din of shmita canceling. So it's something to think about. Akopanim, but that's what the gemara comes out that Hillel's takana was only because he holds like Rebbe that the whole shmita is only a drabon on. So the gemara. So now let's go back to a different question here. What Abaye was saying, according to Abaye. After, after the 10 tribes were gone, so now there's no Shemitah anymore. But the Rabbanon are misakin, adin Shemitah's k'safim mid Rabbanon. Now, fakert. How could the Rabbanon ever make such a takana? Midaraisa, the seventh year, didn't cancel the loan. He still owes the loan. So, the Rabbanon just don't pay him back, right? Before we get to principle. The step one, according to Abayi, is that Shemitah's k'safim was only the Rabbanon today. How did the Rabbanon ever get off the, ever, ever get off the, get off the ground? But immediately he owes him the money. Shemitah's not canceling it because Shemitah's karka is not daraisa. And now the Rabbanon say he just doesn't owe it to him? You owe some more money. How do you get off the hook from paying him? How could the Rabbanon be misak in such a thing? So if I care, but just to be clear, before the Gemara was going, assuming Shemitah's k'safim was daraisa, the Marwan was asking on Hillel, how could Hillel be misak in Prozbol that you're able to collect your money when it's not owed? That was the Gemara before. Now the Gemara explained that we're going to the only one that's Rabbanon. Now fight the Gemara on that. How did that ever get off the ground that there should be an institution of Shemitah's k'safim mid Rabbanon? How could that be? Midaraisa, when Shemitah's k'safim is, is, is not naig, Midaraisa, so then he owes him the money. What are the Rabbanon saying? It's canceled. How do you get off the hook? It's a Sheva al You're just not paying him back. What does that mean? You're just not paying him back. So the Sukhan Yuvama says 
that whenever the Rabbanan are the Torah, not by telling you to do something you shouldn't do, but rather by telling you don't do something that you should do, they could. Like the Gemara says, that's how the Rabbanan can tell you not to blow the shofar or shake the lulav on Shabbos. They're not being like a because it's Sheva Altai said that you're just not doing what you should as opposed to doing what you shouldn't. So over here, what is it? Midar, I saw you would still owe the money and you'd be obligated to pay back. So the Rabbanan, don't do what the Torah said to do. So that is in Sheva Altai said, that is always okay. Says the Gemara's second approach, Rava Amar, Hefke Beis and I Hefke. The Gemara introduces a new idea out of left field. That whenever you're dealing with monetary matters, you don't have a time of Makkah, of Agar Dov Torah that the Rabbanan can't approve, because there's a special power given to the court with monetary matters to always make things ownerless. So if the Rabbanan can always make things ownerless, so it's not Akira's Dov Torah. Yes, it's true. You know, if he owes the money, it should be given. But when the Rabbanan are saying he doesn't, he doesn't give the money, what they're really just doing is using the mechanism of Hefkir based in high Hefkir, and therefore they're getting like a, a, a fancy way of avoiding the issue of Akira's Dov Torah. They just make the money ownerless. What's the source? Anyone who doesn't come within three days, the way this game are telling us, all his property should be confiscated and it'll be separated. So this is the Pasuk in, in, in Ezra, right? The, the greatest problem, Ezra came and he saw all this intermarriage was going on. So he made very strong things that all the people should gather in Yishalayim within three days or they'll suffer monetary consequences. How do they do that? What, take away someone's money? The answer is that there's such an idea of Afghan based on I have Afghan. The Pasuk says in Yoshua, we're talking about dividing the Nachla, the Nachla and Eretz Yisrael to the different Shvatim. So it says it was done by Lazar Kohen and Yoshua the son of Nun, and the heads, Rashi Ha'avos, the heads of the families, to the tribes of Israel. What does the Rashi and the leaders have to do with the Avos? What does that mean, Rashi Ha'avos? Just say the leaders. So we're comparing the Avos to the leaders. Trust as a father, has the Koach to give. With his son, whatever he wants, he can distribute it the way that he wants. So, Afrashim, so to the leaders, the basin, they can divide money, they can give someone's money to somebody else. Now, this would be great in the Akhrenim, how you see maybe there's two Makarim with two different points. There's one thing to confiscate money, there's one thing to make it ownerless, there's another thing to get, to give money to somebody else. Right? You see in Argamar, it's more than just making it ownerless, it's also redistributing it to somebody else. Maybe that's why there's a second Pasuk that Akhrenim discussed these ideas. Anyway, so the Gemara has answered the question how could the Rabbanim be Misak and Shemitzakhsafim, either Cheva Al Taisa or the Pshad is that it is. Um, Hefker based on Haya Hefker. However, it's very important to chap what's going on. It's very easy to miss this in Seder Abshat. Rava is not only coming to answer how the Rabbana can be Misak and Shemitah's Ksafim, that, that it should become Mishumat when Midarais of the money is owed. Rava is also going back to answer our original question. Let's get, remember how we got into this. Hillel was Misak and Prisbal. Frekti Gemara. How could Hillel be Misak and Prisbal? Midarais was canceled. And, and his money's not owed. How is Prisbal going against the Torah? Previously, the Gemara had explained, we're only going like Rebbe, that, that Shemitah's the Rabbanan today. Like Rava, we don't need that. Rava's answering that point as well. Really, it could be, we're not going like Rebbe. Really, Shemitah's Ksafim could be Midar Aisa. I, how could the Rabbanan be Misak and Prisbal and allow you to collect when, 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 when Midar Aisa was canceled? The Torah says, Hefke Beit, Zerna So Rashi's doing two things. And Rava's doing two things. It's a little bit of confusing. Within the assumption that it's Rebbe, but you want to understand how the institution of Shemitah's Ksafim came about, you could be Masbred as Hefker Basin. Or you could also say that through Hefker Basin, I have we don't have to be going like Rebbe, and the institution of Prisbal was working with Hefker Basin. That's where Rashi speaks out in Debra Hamaskal Rava. Rava Amar Lolam Bain Rabbanan de Pligai Rebbe Ramashviz Lashmatas Movim Zmanazed Arise, if you take an hill to Lotishamit, Bain Larebi, Damalab the Rise of Amar Rabbanan de Shamit, 
is really coming to do two things with his answer. He's working within the current Shakavataria, explaining how the Rabbana could be misakin, and he's also working and giving us a second approach to the entire principle and saying that we don't have to be going like Rebbe, and principle could be working through Hafkir Basin. So, when Hillel was Mesakin Prisbal, was it only for his generation? Or maybe it was for all generations. What difference is it? Regarding abolishing it. If you say it was only for his generation, then we could subsequently abolish it. If he was Mesakin for eternity, the rule is to overturn something from a previous basin, you have to be greater both in wisdom and in number. We don't have a court greater than Hill's wisdom and number, and therefore the principle would stay. You can't overrule it. My, what is the halacha? So just to understand, on the side that Hill is Masakin only for his generation, it doesn't only mean literally his generation and automatically after his generation would be Vata. As you see in the Gemara, the Nafkamina isn't if it falls away, but rather if we could be Mavata. What that means is, and maybe Hillel was only misakin for the for circumstances that were like his generation. In his generation, people were having a tough time lending money, and there was strength of court. So maybe only when there's a gener- every generation, the basin will get together, see if the problem exists for their generation, if they have the strength of court. And if they do, then they'll keep up Roosevelt. As the, or if they don't, then, they'll, then they won't keep it up. The other approach is no. Il is Misakin, he saw what happened by him. He's Misakin now forever. And now to overrule it, you have to come with the regular rules of facing over tool, overruling. And that you can't do unless you're greater in wisdom and number. Tashma, Dharmar Shmuel, Shmuel made a statement. Look at Arda. We only write a Prisbal in a court, Rav's court in Surah, or the court of Shmuel in Arda. Why? It has to be a very strong court. Real strong confisc- uh, powers to confiscate things, not like you know, Stam, three three people getting together. Why would you need that if you if Hill was Masakin forever, even in other courts? If Hill was for all time, then then it shouldn't make a difference. It shouldn't make a difference. But if you say it was for his own generation and it needs to be reevaluated by the courts in the subsequent generations to see if there was any if the circumstances have changed, and you can understand that why you need a major court, the major court to be like Hill's court that has real powers of confiscation. In other words, it, the idea is it's always up for reevaluation, so to speak. And if it's always up for reevaluation, then in every generation they'll say to themselves, "Are we like the circumstances of Hill?" So one of the variables in the circumstances of Hill was having a strong power of court. So therefore, it would only be Beidina de Rav, Beidina de Shmuel. But if you say that Hill had his circumstances, but now he made a din that's not forever, then now it doesn't make a difference what court you are. So therefore, it's a proof the Gemara is trying to say that Hill is Mazakin uh, only for his generation. Says the Gemara, no, don't make it talk Hill, Beidina de Day. Even though he's Mazakin forever, but he put in a clause that it's only for a court like his own court, or like the court of Ravasi, that were powerful enough to actually make money ownerless. But for other courts, he didn't do that. And it's very interesting how the Gemara now like takes for granted that part of the, 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 the power of Prisbal is to make money ownerless. Is that because we're assuming the way Prisbal works is like Rava, that Hathkir Basin, High Hathkir? In other words, before Rava, we, we had no reason to think it had anything to do with Hathkir Basin, Hathkir. We didn't know that. We thought it was like we were explaining most of the of the Basin, the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon were Iker, let's say. And we wanted to know how, so we explained because the Shemitah was only the Rabbanon. Okay, good. So then what does it have to do with having strength to confiscate money? Is it only now that the Gemara is coming on to Rava to understand that the way that it works, now the Gemara gets this insight? Or is the Pshat that even before that, Lamaisa, even without Hefker, basically Hefker, as a din, it works with confiscation of property because ultimately what it works with, as Rashi noted, that I'm not approaching the court approaches. But if three random Joes are approaching and they don't have much strength to them, so then the whole thing really doesn't get off the ground.
So even without Rava, the point of the Gemara makes sense. Says the Gemara Tashimah, Amar Shmuel, I prusbal ubana the dainahu. Prusbal is an ubana of a dain. So ubana the dain, we're going to see that it means. It means like an offensive thing, you know? It's like a huge brazen chutzpah, right? Why is it such a brazen chutzpah? Because it's a trick, right? The whole thing is a trick, really. It's canceled and you're giving it over. It's a very big chutzpah that the court does it. Yashir Chayav Atlini, if I had the strength, Shmuel said, I would abolish it. What does that mean? How could he have? You can't overrule it. This is greater than wisdom and number. Shmuel's court was certainly not greater than Hill's. So how does certainly that should prove that Hill was only misakin for his time? And that's what Shmuel means, that I'm not going to keep it up. Says the no. That's what Shmuel is saying. He's just saying his desire. If I somehow had a court or that was greater in wisdom and number than Hill, then I would do it. Practically, is that going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. But all he's expressing is that in his view, it's a brazen thing. Says the Gemara, now that we see Shmuel didn't like it, now we see that other people did. I would confirm it. So Gemara, what does that mean? I confirm that the Gemara, it already is here. It's here. It's certainly enforced. What, is, what do you have to do? Says the Gemara, I would make a court and make a new Takana. That even if you don't write a Prisbo, it's as if it was written. Right? We were saying, if you write a Prisbo, it works. And Rav Nachman is saying, I would say, that it should be a new takana that even if you didn't write it, it's as if you wrote it and you can always continue to collect. What does ubana mean? Does it mean like a chutzpah? Or perhaps it means a matter of convenience. So what does that mean, a matter of convenience? The idea was, it was Shmuel was saying it was only made for the convenience of the judges. Why? Rashi explains because if not, everyone would be so busy taking their stars before before the Shemitah and using them to collect all the money they could possibly do before Shemitah canceled their debt. So it would be an overload of cases in front of the court. It would be very inconvenient. It would be busy season for the court. It would be way overwhelming for them. So therefore, Prozbol just helps them. It's actually convenient for the court. So two different shatim of Obana can meet. It could mean chutzpah. It's like a very brazen thing. How are they saying to collect when the relay has been canceled? Or it could mean nichusa, that they're just doing it for their own convenience. We talk about the, the sin of Klal Yisrael. But Ego, it's described as follows. How, how, how chutzpadik is it? How, how uluva is it? Shameless is it? It's like a kala who commits adultery. She's still in the bridal chamber. Right? We just had Matan Torah and then so quickly afterwards we're dancing by the Chate Ego. So we see that the root of the word Allah here means chutzpah, like a shame is there. Amar Marber, Oda Rishmuel, Maikra, where do we see a Pasuk that uses, that uses this idea of Ula, that Klal Yisrael Bechet Ego is like a Kala being Mazanima in the bridal chamber, because the Pasuk says, Achamel from Siba, while the king was still at the banquet, near Dina San Recho, my perfume gave out its fragrance, meaning you have a fragrance with the perfume, it smells good, and you connect it. But then, the, while the Melech was still at the banquet, suddenly the good, the good vibes, the good smell from the perfume is gone. So that's a mashal for us. We can still see something nice, even though it's very, very sad that we were Mazana so quickly, but you can still take out something nice from this. Why? It just gave out. It doesn't say that it spoiled, meaning it could have said it became a bad smell, but it just said this amazing scent disappeared. So that shows that Hashem always continued to love us. It didn't actually turn bad. Famous, famous quip over here. Those who suffer from insult but do not respond with insult. 
and they hear the disgrace of Yemeshim and they don't reply back. They do what Hashem wants out of love. And they're happy even when they suffer. Regarding them, the Pasuk says, those who love Hashem will be like the sun going forth in its might. So the very famous Meiri, Meiri, Meiri says over here, what does it mean that the, the, the reward for hearing insult and not responding is being like the Oyavav, like the sun going out in its might. Zog to Meiri, because we know the story with the sun and the moon. When the moon complained that it also wanted to be bigger. It, wanted, it was saying, how can we share the same crown? So it had all thing. HaKadosh Baruch told the moon to that smaller, Vahule, Vahule. So what happened? The, the sun didn't respond. So it's mom's dad. It was a and I love him. And therefore, we look in the pasuk. We always says We look at the shemesh as being the loyal, accepting servant of God. Whatever, whatever it is, what God wants me to do, that's what I'm going to do. It doesn't make a difference what people say, what people claim. Ultimately, it's up to the rest of Hashem. So that's the pshat. Those who are act like the son will end up being.